it is. Aries and Andy, you and the jerk. You know it's time to get this work. The real raw, gutter, uncut cocaine. No political corrections. Always sleep. Fuck being awoke. We discuss politics and jokes. We lick. There's levels to this shit. Before you were sucking on your mama's tits. Airy Spears don't give a fuck. We talk about race a lot. Racism. Sexism. Much love to my loyal bitch bag holders. Rollers, clip loaders. We got them in the folders. The whole world on our shoulders. Spears and Steinberg. Yeah! Run up and get touched up. Suicide. <laughs> and all of y'all know my style. This O Steve has been brought to you by Max DaVinci. Keep in mind, I'm reading this for the first time. Four dudes are sitting in a car, driver, normal voice, or an impression of your and Andy's choosing. Front seat, sliced alone, back seat left, Arnold, back seat right, Keanu, driver. What the fuck, guys? You know we are driving in a loaner car. Nothing works but the goddamn engine and seatbelts. Who the hell keeps busting ass? Sly. Hey, yo, you know me, you know? If I were to fight, you see the powerful blast lift me two inches off the seat, you know? Must have been Arnie. Uh, if I were to pass gas and the windows would blow out and we would need to get to a chopper now. Arnold, Keanu. No, no way. The only way I break wind is through cans. Just cans. Then uh, the driver just leaves. Oh, Steve. Steve, play the music. Uber driver, what would you rate that? How many stars would you give that? I'd still give it five stars. Really? As an if it was an Uber driver, right? You'd still give that O Steve a five stars. Not that O if it was an Uber driver, I'd give it five stars. Right, but what would you give the O Steve? I'd give it. Can you? I, I would pretend that I forgot. <laughs> Dog, I thought she was on to something, man, but I, I don't see the connection. Why he said O Steve? It's like if you said O Sly. But then that wouldn't be an O Steve, but that would at least here, connect. Here, here, let me fix it. So the guys are arguing in the back about who fought it, right? Right. Hey, yo, was it you? It wasn't me. Was it you? No. And then the driver turns around with a big smile on his face and goes, guys, it was me. And they all say at the same time, oh, Steve. Steve. There you go. Oh, Steve. Oh, Steve. Oh, Steve. Oh, yeah, that would have... You should put that in cans, Steve. You should put that... It smelled like it came out of a can. Just a can. There you go, Andy. That was... See, that's why you are a professional, nigga. Yeah. You know what I mean? You are a professional. Yeah, but I'm playing in the... Se I'm, I'm in the semi-semi-pro. <laughs> okay. This... I, I, I showed Andy this yesterday. Uh, this wasn't really an email that was sent to me via email, but rather a comment that I read on YouTube uh, from our last, from I think our last email episode or one episode where we talked about if you took our comics from the United States and put together oh, yeah, yeah. a dream team, 
like the best of the best versus the rest of the world and stand up. I remember I said the score would be 187 to 7 or some shit like that, like the 92 Dream Team. And this dude wrote a comment, again, not as an email, but as a comment in the YouTube section of our podcast on Spearsburg Pod YouTube. And I'm gonna, I'm not gonna lie. Just got my nut hit. Did you just fart? Oh, yeah. Just the bed out. Damn, nigga, that threw me. Yeah. I heard it. Yeah, it was the tacos that we had here in uh in uh where uh, Omaha. <laughs> Omaha. Omaha. Yeah, Cal- California tacos. Yeah, that was that was my butt yelling uh, Omaha. Oh boy, Andy just farted and I ate it. Okay, that was the first. I finally farted on the podcast, but not into the microphone because I use this microphone. Um, anyway, uh, so th- damn, th- that's this, this dude, and again, <laughs> I, I watch game tape. Uh, this dude, I'm going to read his comment that he wrote. And if you're listening, the dude's name is Sam. So Sam, if you watch our podcast and you will see this and you will hear this. So this is me talking to you. But first, let me read what he wrote. Oh, boy. <clears throat> American stand-up is overrated. I belly laugh at your jokes. Old Eddie Murphy, old Richard Pryor, Patrice O'Neill, and Bernie Mac. Everyone else, I might get a little giggle. And yes, I'm talking about your greats like Dave and Chris Rock. I prefer UK comedians like Foomby, Frank Boyle, and even the guy who did The Office. I forget his name, but I'm sure you know who I'm talking about. Fuck you, cocksucker. Suck my dick, Sam. That was Ricky Gervais, How by the way. How fucking dare you? For the record, yeah, we do know who you talk about. Nigga, you don't even know who the fuck you were talking about. <laughs> who the fuck is Frankie Boyle, nigga? Who the fuck is Foomby? Let me tell you something. If Patrice O'Neill was still alive, Patrice by his motherfucking self would destroy all of Britain. Alone. Well, he was there. That's where okay, he came up from. But alone. Now you throw in fucking Dave Chappelle. You throw in Cat Williams. You throw in me, Eddie Griffin, some more, Sarah Silverman. Maybe not my cup of tea, but still, they're big names in the comedy game. Louis C.K., Dave Attell, Bill Burr. Are you out of your fucking mind, Foomby, nigga? Who the fuck is Foomby? Yeah. Frankly, Frankie Boyle? But suck my dick. But then they, maybe they're watching USA, USA, USA. Get the fuck out of here. Y'all can't fuck with us on. And no one comedically ever else in the world could fuck with America's stand up. Nobody. There's some great stand-ups around the world. Name them. Okay, now it's hard for me to name them. Exactly. The defense rests, Your Honor. Richie Gervais is... is, is okay, the biggest one. Okay. Name them. Uh, no, no, don't use your phone. There are some really good comics. Name them. I can't. Exactly. But I don't remember names very well. No, fuck that. Name for me right now five great U.S. comics. Name them. Well, that's too easy. Well, exactly. Why do you think it's too easy? Well, because I'm around... Better best... Oh, we're the best. Oh, we're the best, nigga. Karate Kid. It is our Daniel's son. It is our art form. You goddamn right it is. Listen, blood, bullets, titties, jokes, we own them. 
We good at killing motherfuckers. We good at showing titties. We good at drugs. I, I, no, I'm not going to give you titties because I won't either. Because I know overseas they be getting down. And and, and they used they've had that in the public. Uh, they used to. Have we do need to do better with that. Page three of their whatever their paper is. Right. They always used to have uh, like right. that. Yeah. So I'm not gonna I, I'm not gonna take titties. From I, no, I give a smut. Smut. I'll We're great at smut. smut. Yeah. Dirtiness, filthy smut. That is America, nigga. An asshole. Open gate. Open. Smell the inner booty wind. <laughs> Smut, nigga. <laughs> Jokes and blood. That's what we do. In basketball. How fucking dare you? I know I know other fucking I know other countries are coming foombi, up in nigga. basketball. Who is Foombi? I don't know. I was gonna put good my governor. Get the fuck out of here. What is this Foombi? Foombi, nigga. F-U-M-B-I. Frankie Boyle. Fuck out of here. Fumbi China? Look. F-U-M-B-I? F-U-M-B-I. Doesn't come but up. Put up Fumbi, English comedian. Yeah, I just. It probably still won't come up. <laughs> Eddie Izzle Pop. Shut the fuck yeah, up. Yeah, the, 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 you, but that one, that's. Uh, that, that, Eddie Ezzy Izzard. Yeah. The cross-dressing motherfucker. Yeah, but there's another guy that I love. Uh, Carr. Jimmy Carr. Jimmy Carr is fucking funny, dude. There, you got me, you got me to get one. When you, when you look at the dream team. When they played Croatia, yeah, Tony Kukoc was the star of the team. There's always one. We sent 12 soldiers over to that, that motherfucker, man. As far as like Fumbi, I just looked, I put Fumbi comic and- uh, Yeah, exactly. Nothing. Nothing. Frankie Boyle. Look up Frankie Boyle. Frankie Boyle. Comedian. Oh, wait, here we go. What does it say? Francis Martin Patrick Boyle, uh, born 6 August of 72, a Scottish comedian and writer. He's known for satirical, surreal, graphic, and often controversial sense of humor. I'd like to see this guy. I'd blast that nigga off the planet, nigga. <laughs> he looks like someone I might know. Fuck out of here. Come on, man. I still want to know who this Foombi is. You're good luck, man. Maybe, maybe it's someone that hangs out with the felt face from here in America. Who's felt face? That puppet that's doing all the stand up oh, circuit. Well, yeah. I don't know who that is. Though. Jeff Dunham's puppets are better than any English comic, nigga. <laughs> it's not. Jimmy Carr is fucking funny, dude. Yeah, yeah, he's a good roaster. Yeah. It's a great roaster. But nah, man, ain't nobody fucking with our heavyweights, nigga. Our black roster alone will destroy Britain. <laughs> Just the black roster, nigga. If he was here, Bernie Mac. Yo, Steve Harvey is a beast on stage. A monster. It's funny. D.L. Hewley. Chris Rock. Earthquake. Are you out of your fucking mind? Foombi, nigga? Earthquake is still probably... I still think he's the most underrated comic that's been around that long. Come on, B. Come on, B. Has he have ever... I know he's had his specials, but has, has he ever been on a TV show? I think he's done some guest appearances here and there. But never like his own. Yeah, man. Dude, that dude. Fuck out of here, dude. Our roster is ridiculous. That's like putting up America's rap roster against foreign rappers. Landslide, nigga. Landslide. All right. Randfoot. Dude, do they they should come recruit you for you should work in some. I'll be like the in, nigga in, in, in the in the in the rucker. 
the nigga that can't play ball but has the mic. <laughs> oh, give it up, yo. Nigga, my man hot sauce in the building, nigga. Yeah, I'm the hype man. But just going USA. You man, man, fuck out. Talk you out your game, motherfucker. <laughs> fuck out of here. Foombie. You fuck. And if you listen, you gotta be whoever Sam, you have to be from there for you to be fucking cheerleading that hard for European comedy. And if you're not from there and you from here, you're a fucking traitor. That's what they call that shit. Treason, nigga. Can you send us a link to Foombi? Because I couldn't find it. Seriously. You'll be arrested for treason if you're from here with that. How uh, dare you? I want to see. I want to see the Foombi. Because I just don't know what it is. Sebastian Maniscalco. Are you fucking serious? Jim Gaffigan. What? Fuck out of here, nigga. Uh, well, okay. What's up, Aries and Andy? <laughs> Ran Foots in the building. Uh, ran Edgar Foots to be exact. Oh, the name is Edgar. All right. I wanted to speak upon the Chris Rock and Lewis clip that you played on the podcast. Of course, Aries, as you said, uh, of course, as you said, Aries, it resurfaced due to his garbage ass special. A great comedian? No, it's my opinion. Sorry for getting off subject, but it had to be said. Chris Rock should have no, uh, should have been equally offended. Lewis felt comfortable enough to say the word nigger around him. And I like how the richest comedian in the room told his ass it wasn't okay. Jerry Seinfeld spoke upon it and what he said, Chris should have said. He was laughing like the punk he is. My point is, he should have been equally upset in that clip. You laughed alongside this clown. You wouldn't dare say it in front of a real black man. Chris has money, so he feels he's beyond his color. I had to come out of the cabin in my new flip-flops and toothpick. It's ridiculous. I do not tolerate people of the other shade using that word in front of me. I checked, uh, I checked one at work. His face turned bright red and his voice was shaking. Ran, fo- Ran Foots doesn't play that shit. Congratulations on the podcast. Still tuned in. Good day, my peoples. Oh, thank you, Edgar. It's, see, but I don't like that this is about, that they're making it about Chris. This is about Louis C.K. saying it, not Chris. Chris didn't say what, you wanted him to say, but that's there's a difference between someone saying what you don't want them to say and someone not doing what you wanted them to do. I'm going to butcher the Martin Luther King quote. Uh, basically, he's saying, if you sit by and you know somebody is doing wrong and you don't say anything, then you're just as guilty as the person committing wrong. I didn't say it as eloquently as he said it, but that's the gist of it. Um, and as a black man, you know, to be able to just sit there and allow that is just, you know. But then I go to what Dave Chappelle said about being a comedian and being able to say whatever it is that you on think. On stage. That, yeah, that. On stage. Or in a in a group of people that you felt comfortable with. I mean, though they were talking as comedians, so they weren't talking about, they were talking about, as they were talking as if a group of comedians was running ideas and thoughts and comedic things. Do you things. think that if Bill Russell... Uh, given the kinship and the brotherhood he felt in the locker room with the men that respected him and treated him as an equal man, if they all of a sudden, just all of them white boys with just him being the only black guy in the locker room just started slinging around the word nigga, do you think Bill Russell would agree with that and go, hey, we're basketball players? No, but he's not a comedian. He's a basketball player. Okay, but at what point don't you put who you are as a man first? I already told you, I didn't think it, first of all, It didn't come across correct to me. 
I, I'm being honest. It did. So, so why why defend it? I'm defending Chris because I don't think that he owed someone. He if doesn't, Chris doesn't defend Chris, what makes you think you need to defend Chris? I, I okay. I'm not defending Chris. I'm defending. You just said you were. I'm defending the situation. I'm defending the people. Think Chris needs to do something for it. Why why, why does Chris have to make uh, Louis C.K. Uh, realize that that that's a problem? Oh, technically, he doesn't. But as people of the black community, and again, my issues were still the same. I'm not saying you can't tell the joke. I'm not saying the joke may or may not be funny. That's subjective. I'm just saying have the balls to do the joke in front of the people that don't look like you. That's all I'm saying. I'm not disagreeing with you, um, but that, that if, if Chris would have said that, would that have been enough for you? Hey. That would have been something. Okay. It would have been something. But to just, you know, ha ha and he it up and the defense is coming from, you know, but Jerry... You- well, and, and and not only was it defense from Jerry, I do like how he how he put it though. Yes, because he said that he did he that he said Louis had found the funny to him to to himself that he had found right uh, that what was funny that to to himself. But and then Jerry followed up with, "Nor do I seek it," yes. which is the bigger part of it because it isn't Jerry's job to seek that word out to try to make it funny. If that isn't part of his life, if something in his life didn't come up where that that was uh, something that he would have maybe discovered, is the as in my joke where it it happened to me, so I I saw what was funny about it. I didn't go seeking it, but it did come to me. Jerry, I like Jerry's point where I don't I, as a white guy doing with a main white audience. I'm not seeking to try to find a way to make that. Well, funny most either. white dudes that say nigga don't seek ass weapons. They come to him. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? <laughs> no one that says nigga to niggas don't ever seek it. But they they find their way. The ass weapons find their way to you. What was that dude who got uh got that iced tea in the head? I forgot what he so, said. That's okay. Oh, oh, okay, 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 okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And speaking of ass weapons, uh, back to my man Sam, who said the UK is funnier than us. This next emailer I'm gonna read, I'm gonna send him to you. And just so I make sure he whoop your ass, I'm gonna put a wig on you and some lipstick. Okay. Oh, here he come. Watch out, girls. He'll beat you up. Oh, here he come. He's a woman beater. Ronald Williams. Ronald, get your passport ready. I need you to go to Europe and whoop some ass. And I need you to hit him twice and say, this is for Fumbi. Whop. And this is for Frank Boyle. Whop. All right. John Morant is Alfaro from being a street dude. What's up, A&A, Aries, bro? You said John Morant. And incidentally, this is a correction I have to make because a lot of people hit me up and was like, this dude is far from a street dude. Also, okay. Um, Excuse me. Oh, Jesus. Um, Aries, bro, you said John Morant is a street dude. LOL. Either you're trolling us or you really just don't know John Morant went to a private school. He grew up in the suburbs. He's a good kid playing gangster. That's why he looks more stupid because he's far from a street nigga. That's all I got to say. Now, let me get back to beating this bitch up. Just jokes. Thanks, Ronald. I did know that he went to a private school. Here's something I know about you. All right. I was trying to do the Do the, yeah, yeah, the mile. Um, but, but like I said, I hope he gets some help. It seems like he is getting some help. Right. It's also the people that you have around you 
that leads you down the wrong path sometimes. So I don't know. Here's how I know he wasn't a street dude. Somebody sent me the picture of him posing with his mother, father, and his brother. <laughs> And this nigga had on leather moccasins with no socks. You and your no socks. Dude, I'm telling you, real black men don't wear shoes with no socks. We don't let our naked feet touch the material of a leather shoe with no in-between. We don't do that. That is a white man thing. Listen, sweaty toes and funky feet... Niggas don't intentionally do that. You're going to see a lot more of it because I see a lot more dudes wearing They make real black men, dog. They're not. <laughs> They're not. It's, it's raised within our culture. Put some socks on. First of all, do you know what that raw leather on your raw skin is doing to your toes? It's tearing your feet up. So the only other niggas that I've seen do that is Africans. That's, and they feet, nigga, look... <laughs> I mean, them niggas will wear leather shoes with no socks in a minute. Toes, nigga, look to death, motherfucker. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, Africans and white men. American Negroes don't do that. All right. Yeah. I'm telling you, next time, folks, buy some deli meat and leave it (laughs) two weeks past the due date, expiration date, and leave it it out, not in the refrigerator. That smell is what white man toes smell like. Dude, I wore topsiders all through high school. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> no socks. And, it, and the shoes are waterproof. It's made to, to be wet. It doesn't, it doesn't do that. It's made to be wet because you wear them on boats. You can have a boat, but niggas will wear Jordans. <laughs> or Tim's on the boat. I would love to see you like on a yacht. I'm telling you, with your Tim's, all butters, nigga, <laughs> all butters on the with the with the white linen pants and shirt. I could see Aries with his billions of dollars going into uh, the the shoe shop and going, "Hey, put some of them uh, shoe so those boat sh- soles on the bottom of my Tim's, so that you know I, I mean? can still wear my Tim's on my boat. My yacht would be butterscotch. <laughs> yeah. Can't tell that my boots are just a big ass. A boat on my boots, nigga. Told me to cut you off, man, but we have to take a break. It's nothing personal. It's just business. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. All right, Tony Anderson, Stuttering Andy. What's up, guys? Uh, Tony here. I took a break from the show because I had a lot going on last year, but currently catching back up on the episodes. Currently listening to Hey You Guys, October 27th, 2022. Listening to Andy stutter his way through explaining the origins of the word fag is the funniest attempt I've heard of someone stating a fact while not trying to offend. He's right, but Andy sounds so unsure that it sounds like two big gay men named Blossom and Tiny are standing over him, breathing heavy, just waiting for him to fuck up so they can show him where they like to stick their favorite bundle of sticks. (laughs) (laughs) Stay funny and out if, uh, stay funny and out if lock up Tony. Uh, P.S. I'll be writing in more and hope to become a regular emailer. 
Stay funny and out if lock up. Tony. I don't know. Yeah, Tony, um, it's okay to be a regular emailer, uh, but don't just, don't become a regular $10, a lot of money. Oh, that if, I bet was an of. And it and I bet it changed it the the uh, because it, it so what's it supposed to say? Stay out of lockup. Stay funny and out of, of lockup. Lock Nigga, talk to Ronald. <laughs> Tell me that. Talk to Ronald. All right. Uh, I didn't like explaining that though, but I was trying to tell you what it what the uh, actual meaning of it was. Uh-huh. But it just I don't know. I don't want to. I don't know. You were, you were trying not to offend. I was trying not to. I always try not to offend because it's there's so much offense out there. I'm trying not to be one of the offenders, but you know, it is what no it to is. Aries. Try not, not to offend. To offend. Ramon Raymond Martinez titles. What's up, Legend and Prospect? Legend and Prospect. Okay. Came up with a few movie titles. Wanted to shoot your way. Love the podcast and keep up with every episode. Here go the titles. Along Came a Schlong, starring Morgan Freenut. <laughs> uh, Dude, Where My Cunt, starring Jennifer Gargle. Superbus, starring Emma Strokin. And Brave Shaft, starring Mel Pipeson. Uh, Brave Shaft just sounds like a new... Shaft coming out. I like Pipesome, though, because it's, it's more than one. Mel Pipesome? Yeah. Oh, Pipesome. Yeah. Oh, like a double entendre. Yeah. Oh, that's dope. Thank you, Raymond Martinez. Um, um, let me see. Hold on. What are you looking up? Uh, Justin from the Bronx. Mom. Or guy out there, he oh. sent me a- real quick to my girl, our girl Deidre Ann Johnson. I told her, like, like you know, what I love about Deidre, Deidre Ann Johnson. She sends about five or six emails at once, but they're all one-liners. Yeah. So I hit her back and said, "Baby, you know we love you. You're an official bitch badge holder, but put all your thoughts in one email." I mean, you are the opposite of Dewan Curse. He sends scrolls. You send post-its. <laughs> put all your thoughts on one email. It ain't gonna be but five or six lines. I'll read all your shit at once. Yeah. Uh, my uh, Justin. Matter of fact, Deidre Ann Johnson, go ahead about Justin. Uh, he said, I thought this was uh, Dawn of the Head. Dawn of the Head. Instead of Dawn of the Dead. Dawn of the Head. Yeah, but he but needs some Dawn, actor. Uh, a chick? No, Dawn, it could be. Okay, Dawn of the Head. Okay. That would be better, Dawn of the Head. And, right, right, and right. And right. and then you got to give some. Uh, Who was in that movie? Uh, uh, What's my man name? Uh, I'm a sense of Paul Hard Pipe Head Niggas. Ving Rhames. Yeah. What's his porn name? Ring Rhames. Mm. I got to think about that, but there should be something with him. Damn. Yeah. All right. Is that the movie with Makai Pfeiffer where they were in the mall and the zombies? There's been so many Dawn of the Dead. Right, you're I, right. don't, I don't you're know right. which you're ones right. are which. Okay. Dawn of the, I like Dawn of the Head, though. And then you got to give her some names like Jenny Gobblem up or something like that. Right. Um, Goblin Goo. Goblin Goo? (laughs) Oh, my God. Why am I trying to fucking... There was a little dice in there. Goo. 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 Oh. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, this is the picture. Look. Yeah, I seen that one. Yeah, see? 
nigga straight got no socks on, man. Uh, Mike Looney, uh, Andy's conversation. Uh, hey, Aries and Andy. Hey, this is Mike from New Jersey. It's fucking Mike from New Jersey. I've written in a few times and my email was read on the podcast. I'm writing in today because after listening to Andy's bullshit on the Bill Maher episode, I noticed a few things. First, I respect Andy, uh, Andy finally for being honest and revealing himself to be who we all thought he's been. Andy is Republican through and through, full stop. <laughs> I've always wondered why he tries to play both sides when he's always defending Republicans and their antics. He said in the episode, liberals want everything to be without rules. Andy, please name a time when you've heard one say that. Second, the reason why people say most Republicans are racist is because they vote for party and not what's best for them as people. Third, if you're voting for the same people, neo-Nazis and white nationalists, what does that say about you? Andy keeps saying both sides. Does both sides want to bring back lynching? Ask Andy about Tennessee. Did both sides vote on the Supreme Court to end abortions? Does both sides want to end same-sex marriage? Did both sides agree to not regulate insulin costs? I love the show, but Aries, for God's sakes, read a little more and check Andy with the bullshit he spreads on the show. Well, let me stop for a second. I've admittedly opened it. I've admitted. I've openly admitted. I'm not much of a reader, uh, and particularly in politics, I'm not very knowledgeable or savvy. So that's what you guys are for. Check the motherfucker, because I don't always know. You know what I mean? I, you know, so fuck that. Uh, Andy is an old white man with old white thoughts. Andy isn't as smart as he pretends to be. I'd love if you guys had a live show with a Q&A. By the way, I don't have a problem with conservatives. I have a problem with people, and he puts in parentheses, like Andy, like Andy, who try to pretend that party hasn't completely flipped and become just about hate. Oh, boy, here we go. All right. What? I'm giving you four. Well, uh... Well, I like how he just, he doesn't have a problem with it, but he put me on it. Like, I'm concerned, like, I'm a, do you say I was Republican or conservative? Republican. Okay. Well, I, do you want my registration card or what do you want? I'm not a Republican, um, but I am conservative. And uh, and there are conservative Democrats, first of all, but I, I don't like either party, man. Let me just ask you this question, because you're right. You're right about everything you said. Okay, there, now you're right. Tell me how the Democratic Party has served you. I'm waiting. I'll, I can wait here till next week and you won't be able to tell me how the Democratic Party has served you. Oh, that sounds like a challenge. Well, ex explain to me how the Democratic Party has served you. Explain to me how the Democratic states are being run better than all the other states. No party is good. <laughs> I, I, I don't know how to say it any other way. When you, I, I, and I say this before, I love individuals. I hate people. Because individuals speak for themselves, people speak in group thought. And the group thought, Republican or Democrat, has never been good for anybody. Because your run, as the Republicans are now, the voice, the speaking head, was Donald Trump for a while. And it still really is. Because they're either speaking for or against him. They can't even get their own footing anymore. So we've taken the worst to make that their talking point. Taking the Democratic side, and what are they doing to make the life better? What are they doing to make the world better? Uh, let's, let me back that up. What are they doing to make America better? Because that's really the only thing they can do. I, I don't think that any side has done their job. 
And I don't understand why you want to put me on one side when I've complained about both. I don't, I don't enjoy either party. I'm not, I don't fall into the rhetoric of either party. I'm not, I'm not a fan. I'm not a fan of our two party system. Uh, I I think at one time it might've worked, but you got to go back all the way back to what, uh, why we only have two parties, why we only really had one. It's, it's not in our best interest and the Republican party doesn't serve everybody. And the democratic party doesn't deserve, doesn't serve everyone. And you need both sides. I, I don't like the racist on either side. And yes, you have racist in your Democratic side party too. Don't don't twist it all up. It's just as fucked up. But one just had a spokesperson that made it even worse and made it shine the light on it even brighter. Just just if if one side was really great, they would be doing great things. And they had the they had the political capital and the the number of people to change things, and they didn't. We're, we're not going to get anywhere with this. Uh, and I and I am an old white man with old white ideas, maybe. Some of those ideas I think are good. I like some of the new ideas too, but it's just where we're at. Here, here. So I'm glad, I'm glad you called me out and, and you really backed it up with uh, saying your feelings. So I appreciate how you felt. Okay. Uh, Christian Paul. Wayne special. Oh, wait, wait, before we go any further, I just like how we all knew who he was. Andy just confirmed how we all knew who. Can you? Did you already erase that? Yes, I did. I, I just want to. I just want to state this as you as you tried to put me into a box and tell me who I am. Damn, shows my elbows. Ash is a motherfucker. But go ahead. And, and, and lotion's free here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's no reason to have ash elbows when you're at a hotel and they have free lotion. You could have lotioned up. Um, you tried to say what everyone else thinks about me. So if I met you and I told you what everybody else thought about you, would I be talking out of my ass since I don't know everybody else and it's your assumption of how other people feel about me? Because I don't get that from everybody, but thank you for you and your uh, and your whole group of people that follow behind you and how they think about me. I appreciate you, man. Keep going. <clears throat> Uh, may I move on, boss? Yeah, yeah, yeah you may. <laughs> Do you want me to go get you some lotion? <laughs> nah, fuck that lotion now, nigga. I'm gonna put on it because you say so. Uh, Wayne Special Spears. Uh, sup, dog? Longtime fan, longtime listener of the Spears and Steinberg podcast. You two are great, a great one to punch. You're the funniest dude ever in comedy, in my opinion. I had a boy. I've uh, been following you since uh, following you since Mad TV. Thank you for always putting out great content. I was listening to the response over the Chris Rock and Marlon Wayans comedy special. Great, great shit. As a huge fan of Marlon Wayans, you definitely did a good job giving your opinion without calling any names. Well, we know now. Uh, That's mad respect. Oh, God. Mm. Um, Tacos? Tacos, nigga. But most of all, I'm so glad you said something. As a fan of Marlon, I did feel like his special wasn't organic. It felt forced. I don't know why he's trying so hard. But you called it on point. That's all I got. See Paul from Texas. Thank you, Chris. Christian. Uh, yeah, man. Just, you know. Dude, I do think that he had something there, though. There was a piece there. There was a few pieces there that were really good. 
And I think that he just wanted to get a special done and he wrapped it all in around it. And there is something good. Mm -hmm. I just think that it needed, he needed to, he could have had, if he would have had more time, put more, I don't, I know. This is just my thought. Mm -hmm. Cause I, you, I do like the, the God loves me that, that, and that callback and that the initial beginning, I think was, Mm -hmm. was there. When you talk to me about this, I'm like a black woman that knows her man stinks of another bitch <laughs> and it's home late. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You you didn't think the first three minutes were worthwhile? No, I'm not going to put you in that position. Move on. Mm-hmm. We'll move on. I, I'd, mm-hmm. like to, I'd like that. No, no, you don't have to put me in that position. Just keep defending it. <laughs> keep defending it. Real quick, just defend a little bit more. I really thought that the first three minutes mm-hmm. were worth something. Mm-hmm. There was a lot going on there. The... Uh, mm-hmm. The, you know what I didn't like? I got to tell you what I didn't like. What's that? I really didn't like. And he got credit for it. I saw some people who commented on it when he talks about the slap and how it came from uh, all the way back. Mm-hmm. And he goes through the States and then it's coming through. Mm-hmm. Do you remember this comedian? I don't know if you're going to remember because he's a comedian from a long time ago. I believe his name was Richard Pryor. Mm-hmm. I know Richard. Yeah. And he had a joke about the guy went to punch him and he took his fist back. Was it Richard Pryor that did this? I hope it's Richard Pryor. So predictable and unoriginal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Was that bitch named Keisha? <laughs> All right. D-Man, the producer. A couple of questions. Uh, yo, what's up, Jew and Jerk? I'm going to keep this short and simple. I only have a couple of questions to ask. Are you currently working on a special? Uh, I'll answer these as I read them. Uh, I'm always working on a special. Uh, I'm always working on one. Uh, I don't know that the people that would allow me to do one are working with me. Uh, two, how come out of all the states that y'all visited in the South, like Texas, <clears throat> Mississippi, Florida, etc., you have never come here to Louisiana, especially Shreveport. We love comedy just as the next person does. Will we ever see Aries and Andy come to Shreveport, Louisiana in the near future? I did Shreveport, Louisiana once a million years ago. Uh, I don't even think it was a comedy club per se. I think it was some thing, some place that they turned into a night for comedy. And I remember the dude that opened for me. I bumped into him, I think within the last year and a half at an airport. And he he was a local favorite from Shreveport. White guy, always wore a cowboy hat on stage. And I bumped into him at the airport. We chopped it up a little bit. But I that was the one and only time. It wasn't I, hamburger. Oh, no, it was a white guy. Oh, okay. A hamburger. Or a cowboy head on stage. No. Um, uh, and I haven't been to Shreveport since. Uh, not that I would have anything against going to Shreveport. Just haven't been, brother. Just haven't been. I go with a with the money blows, nigga. That, that's the also the responsibility of the community to let their comedy club know that they want to see a certain person. And if not, the community has a comedy club. Yeah. Or any or a venue, and if you tell that right. venue or a comedy club enough, uh, and the other people to let them know, they'll eventually have that person come out. Yeah. Uh, oh, where is this? I wanted to read this. God damn it! Don't do this. Uh, God damn it! Sometimes I think something's just going wrong with me. I had the mo- okay. Here it is. You know you're getting old. Yeah, I know, but my spirit is staying young. Spirit uh, doesn't work the phone. 
You got one more thing to say to me, nigga. Sideways. You hear me? And I'm going to punch you so hard, nigga. Your beard is going to stay where it's at, but your body will be somewhere different. That's a great cartoon. Between, you know what I mean? Between that lotion and that shit, you got one more motherfucking crack, nigga. All right. <clears throat> I got one more without getting hit. And then the next one. The glasses and the beard stay in the frame, but your body is at the door. Um, a pop a, a pop king. All right. When it comes uh when it comes to see some of those when it comes to some of those mean bastards out there, you only really really need to hang mean bastards, but mean bastards you need to hang. John Ruth, the hangman, the hateful eight. Oh, a line from Quentin Tarantino. Yo, my nigga Denzel, and what up, Oa, the king's right hand servant, who sang She's Your Queen to be from She's your Queen to be from coming to America, and Andy looking like Jack Nicholson if his career had failed. <laughs> I don't get that. Yeah, looking like Jack Nicholson if his career failed. If Jack Nicholson's career, career failed. failed. He yeah. would look like you? Yeah. Nah. Um I'm a thinner version. Nah. Yo, fellas, it's Stan again. I wrote in on a different email because I figured my message won't get read, so I try another account. I was dying laughing when you read it. Let my family and friends watch the video. They was in good spirits about it. Then I made it on your podcast. I'm sorry about that, dog. Don't blame me. Nigga, it was autocorrect. Typo, my fault. I was using the mic on the phone instead of typing. I got some porn name, porn movie names, character names. The Best Man's Dick, starring Tay Dix and Morris Chestnuts. Okay, kind of did that. He comes on your chest and give a pearl necklace. Regina Pussy Hallways. Terrence Back Howard. Monica Cumhound. Sonia Gapthan. Anal play joke. Neil Long speaks for itself. I made a trans joke about it. Melissa DePussa. DePussa. Harold Pirinu. And uh, to Harold Pirinude. Okay. Uh, poetic Pussy. Starring Janet, Jack Dick. She's jacking niggas' dicks off or robbing niggas' dicks. Tupac her, like package luggage. And he's packing long a dick too. Fry Dick, uh, starring Ice Cum, Chris Tuck her, Nia Dong. Nia Dong? Bitches. Ooh. Bernie back. Kathleen Bradley is forever going to be Miss Parker, but Miss Parker like parking a car. Angela Means to Angela Mean Pussy. Faison Love Dicks, Regina King Dick. 21 Pump Street, starring Channing Tatum, Jonah Hill Pussy. Remember That Booty, starring Denzel Bootyson. Nigga, you just killed a whole franchise. Uh, 21 Pump Street wasn't bad, but it could have been... Uh, we These were... Shannon Takeum. This feels like... Shannon Takeum. Shannon Takeum. This whole thing feels like Marlon's stand-up. <laughs> That's all I got so far. I hope my email gets read, but Aries, check back on my other email, uh, a popcomeon at gmail.com. Peace to the power. Please do me a favor, Aries. Check back on my past email and reread it or some of, of it when some uh, when it comes down to my... Question. Yeah, it's going to probably be a while uh, before I search for you. Uh, you just gave me a headache and ulcer, <laughs> the cramps, and I got a shit all at the same time reading that. Yeah, you 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 you, sit, you wait in the waiting room. I'm going to get to you 
sometime next year. Uh, See, he got what he wanted. Then he wanted more. And now after he even wanted more, he wants you to go back and do some research and bring back even a lot, more. A lot of those felt so forced. Uh, a lot of those felt forced, man. Um, sometimes less is more. Well, to hit to his thing, he was trying to give you the original names and then the names. He was trying to give me the original names, the names, and then the, what the story was. Yeah. When if he would have just given you the title and the names, and it would have been funny enough, we would have figured it out ourselves. Which we were kind of doing, which was funny. Listen, leave this to the professionals. Some of y'all get a moment to shine and y'all go nuts. There's a reason why we're professionals. We don't always hit the mark, but more times than few. You know what I mean? We, 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 we know what we're doing. I mean, just give us the clay and we'll mold it. Sometimes we'll come up with the next motherfucking piece of resistance. I don't know what a great sculpture is. Like, I know, like, you know, whoever Picasso did the Mona Lisa. Yeah, Picasso and, didn't do the Mona Lisa. No, he did. Yeah, he did. No. No. Who? Da Vin- da, it's Da Vinci. No, it's Picasso. Picasso doesn't do the Bet Mona Lisa. Bet me 50 cents. Bet you $50. All right. Go to your phone. Picasso did the Mona Lisa, nigga. And you really going to give me the 50? Because you're Jewish. So I know you might try to. Who painted the Mona Lisa? Leonardo da Vinci. Where it say that? <laughs> Siri ain't say a who, motherfucking thing. Who painted Leonardo? I can't even say it now. Yeah. Who painted the Mona Lisa? Exactly. I told you, Leonardo da Vinci. Nigga. <laughs> I ain't giving you fifty dollars. You still ain't. Uh, <laughs> fuck that. Hey, you know that lunch? You, you know that lunch you bought today? Yes, that was on me. Ah! <laughs> Cocksucker. <laughs> I paid $72 for that shit. You owe me change, nigga. Yeah, okay. Um, but you know what I mean. Like, I don't know who a no, great no, sculptor is. Uh, yeah. who, who did the, the, the 16th? It's not 16th, because I know in the breakup. Uh, what's her name? Jennifer Aniston. The same dude. So he did the Mona Lisa and the 16th chapel? What the fuck did Pablo Picasso do? Picasso did the the cubism. He does all those weird. The, the, the nose is on the side of the face, and the eyes are on the other side of the face, and different. It's called cubism. That's what he did. So if you insult me again, I'm a cubism the shit out of you, <laughs> and your nose is going to be on the side uh, of your face. Um, like like Venus, like the Venus. Well, anyway, is sculptures. A great sculpture. Yeah, I got you. I went a long way to try to make a stupid point. You give us the clay, we'll mold the motherfucker. Like whoever the great molders are. Uh, the guy who did Pokey and Gumby. The- <laughs> yeah. Claymation. Claymation. I should have just said Claymation. Malco Jex. Rush Hour. Bust Hour. Bust Hour. Star- starring Jacket Chan and Jizz Tucker. Anyway, uh, have you guys thought about a Spears and Stein- Steinberg podcast tour or live show? I think it would be hilarious. You know, I think at some point we can that do would the be Sunday. great. But my, you know what my biggest fear is? Just not enough people will show up because we're not. Do it for free. You know you know how some of these Friday shows we're only doing the early show? Yeah. We could do a late night uh, mm. pod. Just do it for free. See how many people come out. Oh, goodness. That turnout, boy. Friday late, though. God, what a pain. That Oof. would be. It'd be better on a Sunday. Right. 
Um, or Thursday, but nah, not that Friday night late crowd. Don't mean to cut you off, man, but we have to take a break. It's nothing personal. It's just business. This is from Razia, R-A-S-I-A, 001111 at gmail.com. Rock Brothers. What up, guys? I'm still waiting on that A-N-A-L. Well, we don't have it. Um, what Andy is trying to say about the difference between Chris and Tony is Chris is a black man. Tony's a nigga. He can't say it, but I can. Stay up, fellas. <laughs> that sums that up. I, li- I, I like was that. I- was that what you was trying to say? No, I really like what I said. Is that one, really what I was trying to say is that uh, like with, 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 um, with Malcolm, it was about like you, if you fuck with us, we're going to fuck with you back. We're going right. to stay on our ground. Right. And, and with Martin, uh, it was about, uh, you know, turn the other cheek, be the peaceful one, right. be the, that's, that's their vibes. Right. So that's really what I was trying to get to. That's why I said like Chris has the, the, the hand that is a little bit off. He's not, he's not a tough guy. He ain't going to come at you. Right. And, but Tony. Right. Tony's going to come at you. Tony said, you know, this, yeah. he said it immediately afterwards. And right. That's who Tony is. Uh, I don't know if that's who Tony is, but I mean, as far as like family, Tony sounded for real. Like this, right. is, this is going to happen if you give the way that he put it out there. Uh, I do. Uh, again, when we talk about some, you know, it, it's funny though, in this, in these families that there could be that much talent. Cause whether you like Chris or not, and some people don't like Chris and you said, not that you don't like him, but you didn't get, he's not my cup of tea, tea. but to have that kind of funny and different segments of funny in that same I, family. Yeah, I, listen, I wish I, that I will say this about the Wayans. I, I that I'm envious of that. Yeah, is that you know there's four successful brothers in a business where it's hard for one person to be successful. If all four of y'all are successful, that means if somebody's ever in trouble, you don't have to worry. When you're the sole winner, breadwinner, and all the responsibility is on you, if you're in trouble, everybody in trouble. But if you got four or five siblings, it's that's like at one point the Baldwins. Yeah. Alec was the main dude, but at one point, especially in the 90s, you know, Stephen Baldwin, uh, the one that looked like Barney Rubble, even that one. Uh, there's one who's a real, like, one of the fewer. Billy, there's Billy Baldwin. Steph, Stephen Baldwin or Stephen? Stephen. Stephen Baldwin, Alec Baldwin, and there was another one. No, that's the heavier one. Who was okay. That? I don't know. Yeah. Um, yeah, they were all working. It's great when your family oh, get all work. Gotta be nice. Alec talked about it though that he was the one. He was the worker. He was the one that went out, and the others were always just fucking around. And then they were able to build off that. Uh, but like in the Rock family, Chris, Chris, Chris did work his ass off because Chris had what five minutes when right. Eddie Murphy found him, and then he had to work another ten years before that he was able to really start to come back to being the hour guy. Right. Because he he didn't have it when he was on uh, SNL. He didn't have the full hour back then. This is lazy to say, but I want to ask you this question. Like, you know, because you have, you know, if you aren't born into an entertainment family and you don't have the ability, as I say, to skip the line because of who your sibling is that's successful and powerful, and you have to go through the grind, it's the grind that makes you better. It's the grind that teaches you. It's the grind that defines you and makes you who you are. And if you and if you really seek to be the best at what you do in this game, you don't want shortcuts. You you, you want to go through the pain because the pain is what gives you the, the 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 perfection or close to it. 
But knowing how hard this grind is, if you really could go, go through the grind and go through the shit or ride the coattails of my famous brother and, you know, still make it on my own merit, but have the doors open for me easily because of that. And it, even if it means I won't be the sharpest one, would you pick the easier route? Knowing that the success will give you money, fame, security. The, the, the grind is what gives you, makes you human, makes, gives you humility, gives you, the grind is when you bomb and you have to go back. You know, when you bomb and you have to go, this is the part people don't think about. It's when you bomb as a comic, you don't go back into a room that's nurturing. You don't go back in the room where everybody goes, oh, man, that was a tough room. Man, it's going to be better. Yeah. Oh, it's going to get good. Don't worry about it, man. That was No, you go back there and you get torn up. Mm. You get, seriously, there's like, they have verbal karate skills that are going to come to your face. Right, right. I mean, you get beat up. And that's part of the humility to be able to be. And secure. not just in front of your peers, in front of the people. <laughs> right. Man, you, 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 people don't understand. This is, you know, there, there's, there's a lot to this, man. I can't, but for me, and this is different because this was, it was what was important to me because I wanted to be able to hang out in the room. I, I never thought, honestly, did I ever think I was going to go on the road with, no, I didn't think I was going to go on the road with you. I didn't think I was be your opener. Uh, I never even thought that far ahead. I just wanted to get into the room. I wanted to be around these people that I thought were the greatest people. And then you get around them and you realize, man, these people, these people are just like you, man. They suck in every way too, man. They're, they're, right. they, they have all the same problems that you have. They have the same insecurities. They have the same, you know, just every problem that you can have, they have the same problems. But what we have in common is usually we're a little bit of the outsider that's trying to figure it out, or at least the person that's trying to figure out why it's this way. We, we question everything. There's a, there's, and so when you get in that room, I mean, it is it, there, there's some moments that are unbelievable. There's some horrible moments. You just go through it all. And, you know, just like any other, uh, art form, I guess, when you put your things out there for people to judge, they do. Right. <laughs> and, uh, but with comics, they're never going to give you a break. That's it's not gonna. It's not you. You take it. You take that beating, and and you should gladly accept it. You should gladly accept the best moments I have looking back at this is every comic, especially, and I want to say legend in, in this that beats me up. That that's that's made that's given me the business for one way or the other. Have just fucking just hammered me with something. And it, it, those are the greatest moments because if they don't like you, if they don't care about you, they won't spend any time with you uh, on this. They'll just, they, I think the worst thing you could do is bomb and then they look at you and go like, it's all right. You, you know that they don't fucking think you have a chance if that's what they say to you. Right. So uh, I don't know. I, 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 would, I would miss, I, I wouldn't do it because I would miss that. But I know that now. I don't know in the beginning I would have known that. And maybe that's why Chris is the way that he is with, with the rest of his brothers. Make them go through it. But I think Chris, you know, Chris. It's, Dude, it's, I, 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 I saw this movie the other day. I can't remember the name of it. Uh, something Funeral. Danny Glover was in it. Tracy Morgan was in it. Chris Rock was in it. Um, and Martin Lawrence was in it. Martin Lawrence was playing Chris Rock's brother. And I just couldn't stop scratching my head. I went, 
Martin facially looks nothing like Chris Rock. Their facial features are so specific. Martin's got beady eyes. His ears poke out. His face is round. Chris is slender, skinny. He has tiny ears. The facial features couldn't be more off. Why is Tony Rock not playing Chris Rock's brother? I don't get that. And and again, that's the part of this business that makes me go, what the fuck? Chris is the star. Chris and Martin are the biggest two names in the movie. Chris has got to have a little pull. He can't go, yo, my brother should play my brother. But Why is Martin playing your brother and y'all look nothing alike? But Martin was the other big name in the room and had to be oh, on the movie. That just doesn't make sense. Listen, I don't, I don't know, and you, but, and I'm not saying. Do this you know like, how mad I would be if I was Tony Rock? I think they do get mad at Chris about this. I mean, I, I've heard some of the discussions on on some other shows and podcasts, and they do get mad. They don't understand it either, but they don't quite, you know, they don't question. And Tony's, Tony has formed his own following, his own people. Now, here's the other thing. The other way you can say this: if if Tony would have done it a different way, and he had the following that he has and what he has, people would say, oh, that's because his brother's Chris Rock. There's no way that they can say that about Tony. I know, but you know what? If it makes sense, I'm all for it. I'm I'm just, I'm looking at this movie and I'm going, this is an absurd sell. Him and Martin look totally different in the face. You can't even tell me that's your brother. And yet you have a real brother who resembles you, who does stand up, who's in the game, who's funny. Come on, man. Come on, man. And I'm also going, if that's my brother, and I know how hard it is in this business to make it, and I know Martin is straight. Financially, Martin's good. Keep the money in the family, nigga. I'm Chris Rock. Financially, I'm good. Let my brother be good. We both, the Rocks, financially, we're good. I, I, that, this just, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But you don't need to look like someone to play their brother. Uh, James Caan didn't look like anything like uh, Al Pacino and The Godfather. They didn't look close. They didn't look like they were related. No, but that's too... That's deep. We're talking about great actors filling roles. I'm saying that if it if if it makes sense... Okay. I don't know if that word is aesthetically. Yeah. Is it? Yeah. Aesthetically, if you look like the person who's in the movie and you're... It'd be different if Chris Rock was a welder. Well, plumber. And you're going, hey, have this plumber who don't know shit about acting, who's not in the game, who don't have a funny bone in his body, play me just because we look alike. Now, that's different because you don't want somebody fucking up the, the performance. But if he's in the game and Tony is certified funny and you look like me, doesn't it make sense? Kind of. But look, look who's the guy that you like a lot from uh, King of Queens? Kevin James. His brother is Gary Valentine. Right. And he pl- he would play his friend. Yeah. In the in the in, in the, some of the movies. And, 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 on the TV and, show, on the TV King show, of Queens. He would show up sometimes. But he wasn't like a regular character that was on there. He got that part the, uh, of the friend. And in uh, Bring the Noise or whatever, I think he played he played uh, a little bit bigger character. They they did give him a bigger part. But he doesn't want people to know that that's his brother. I mean, people know, but he wants his own career. I think I don't know. All right. Uh, want to give out some dates? I was going to read one more, but uh, you don't want. It's up to you. 
Yeah, this is quick. Uh, poor name, so this is quick and fun. Daryl Albright, Illmatic with a Jadakiss flow. What up, ANA double S? Got some more titles for you. The Legend of Bag Her Pants. <laughs> That's funny, right? Yeah, that one's good. Uh, Wild Wild Chest, starring Will Stiff, Cliff Banger, and starring Sylvester, Sylvester She Bones. All right, that was almost good. That was working hard. Yeah. Uh, your style of comedy is Illmatic with a Jadakus flow. Top-notch comedy, my nigga. Andy, you're the Rick Rubin of this shit, yo. Uh, you two dudes are a dynamic duo like Black Man and Robin. Put the microphone in the air. Meet me on the roof like Commissioner Gordon. One last thing. Check out this documentary on Amazon. Keep punching. Rocky versus Drago. You'll find it really interesting. Great watch. Keep uh, me laughing to myself and looking crazy at work. Peace, Daryl Albright. Andy, give us some dates. I like Black Man and Robin, though, a lot. Black Man and Robin? Yeah. Okay, why? I don't know. It just sounds right. Oh, okay. Black, Black Man and Robin. Black Man and Robin. It's, it's a good comic book. That We should have like a, a comic book. We should, you know how we had our, yeah. our old ca cartoon logo? Yes. Black Man and Robin, where it's the Batman character. And right. It looks, I get it. It looks yeah. good. I think it would look, it would be cool. Someone right. should, I wish someone would draw that. I'll tell Max to draw it. All right. Yeah. Shit, your son. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Mark, you're listening to this the same week we're going to be in. Miami Improv. March 24th to the 26th. March 30th through April 2nd, we're going to be at LOL in San Antonio, Texas. April 6th through April 8th, we're going to be at the Funny Bone in Columbus, Ohio. April 27th through the 30th, Improv in Arlington, Texas. May 5th through the 7th, Improv at Cleveland, Ohio. You're not going to do it? Just a bit outside. <laughs> May 25th to the 28th, Helium, Portland, Oregon, and June 1st to the 3rd, Cobb, San Francisco, with a June 9th and 11th at the Pittsburgh Improv. My, that's, uh, that's the dates. There we go. We got it? Yep, we got it. Thanks for listening to the Spears and Steinberg podcast. If you'd like to know who's responsible for this shit, well, it was hosted by Aries Spears and Andy Steinberg, produced by Steve Merrick and Anthony Holmes, executive producer, Big Papa, Robert Kelly, and Matt Kleinschmidt for the Laugh Button Podcast. For more information on where to find us on the internet, visit www.spearsbergpod.com. <laughs> You don't like to do it face to face? No, I don't I don't like that way. I don't like to see the face. You mean it? Nope. <laughs> That's crazy. Look! You can get a doggy style, you can get Ling on your side. Those are your only choices. This is my house and I get to say. Got it?